You are now jumping into the trenches with the Toulons, Thule and Ralph, where we pull back the curtain on what marriage and relationships are really about. So let's start the show. What's going on, everybody? This is Thule. And it's Ralph, and we are back with another episode. Um, I guess we want to start off the episode where I do... Um, with some i guess updates so just to update you with good news that Thule has been helping um we still haven't completed a full chore yet but he has uh actually by himself been doing things without being told like helping me with Matisse and um with certain things around the house so that's definitely a thumbs up time out I did complete a chore. What chore was that? When I cleaned the whole kitchen and I got $20. I know. I'm talking about outside of that because I already gave you congratulations uh, for that I one. I just want to make sure we know that that's, I'm getting credit for that. Too. Yes. Oh, okay. you, are, you are getting credit for that. <laughs> Hard work. Okay. <laughs> Do you have anything before we start? I have nothing at the moment. Okay. Okay, so... Um, so we were just going to talk about how our parents have influenced the way we are, which I've said in previous podcasts that I think this is kind of like a good conversation to have with someone when you are dating them, <laughs> not after you've married them. Yes, because had I known who, what I was getting myself into, I don't know if I would have done this. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> you should have known that was coming. Ah, here's the middle finger for you. <laughs> But um, a lot of ways that people have, even yourself, you unintentionally pick up from your parents because that's your first model. <laughs> I mean, it's good and bad, right? Yeah. I mean, we our parents have a lot of great qualities or good qualities. And then they have <laughs> doom, doom, doom. <laughs> a lot of bad ones at times. Right. Depending on the scenario and the situation. Well, they just have bad one period. I mean... We, we all do. We all have flaws, not just times. They just have bad ones. It's like we have bad ones. Right. I'm, I'm sure my parents wish myself and my sister didn't get a lot of their <laughs> <laughs> They're like, I love that you do this, but why do you have to be like this? <laughs> yeah. So let's get started. Managing stress. Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> did our parents teach us how to manage stress? No, what did you... What do you think you picked up from them? It doesn't matter if it's good or bad. Like for me, I think I handle stress kind of well because I I didn't have really in my house, household where anybody like freaked out. So like even when I had to rush and take Matisse to the hospital so he can get his face stitched up, I wasn't like, oh, God, oh, like all frantic and stuff like that. It was just like, OK, boom, let me get there. She was still a little it was worried. You could hear it. No, I could voice. be worried and, you know, saying concerned, but, you know, I wasn't crying. I wasn't all hysterical. They'd be like, okay, no, calm down, calm down. Let me. No, it wasn't all that. Like, okay, boom. Let me get him to the hospital. Like, I'm kind of cool under, like, those kind of circumstances where, like, okay, we got to do something. Let's get here. Let me make sure he's all right. Like, all the times that we've had to go to the hospital, to the doctor, I was like, what's wrong with my baby? No. Me, let me figure out what's going on and then we can go from there um even in other situations i think i'm just 
I don't want to say I'm whatever, but you would say, yeah, because you told me I tend to be too nonchalant. About oh, yeah. <laughs> my, Prime my, example. Some things. We're on our way home from her picking me up from the airport. <laughs> and as we pull into the driveway, she's like, oh, yeah, by the way, I hit the garage backing up. What do you mean? And she said it in a way like, yeah, it's whatever. We can <laughs> fix that whenever. I'm like, do you realize that we'll probably have to get a whole new garage door woman? No. And here's the thing. I didn't really blow up on her because, I mean, I get it. It's materialistic. It, it's replaceable. But at the same time, I'm like, I feel like I should have been a little harder on you. Like, You don't know why, though. Because one, it wasn't damaged like that. Two, you you say that we have to get a whole new garage where I'm looking at it like... No, we don't. Because if I wouldn't have pointed out to you, you wouldn't have noticed. Oh, I would have noticed. No, you wouldn't have because it's not a noticeable thing. It is. No, it's not. Absolutely is. Okay. Well, one of the things that you picked up from your parent, dramatic. <laughs> Whatever. That's fine. I'm going to take a picture and post it and be like, okay, see? That's fine. All these, what you're talking about, you can tell the difference between this garage and this garage. I want you to pull the other one up because the other one has the same mark. <laughs> But I bet they. And you didn't even know it's that. (laughs) You didn't even. Both of them closed. So what are you talking about? All the way to the end. No, I'm saying when you close them, you can tell the difference between the two. No, that's how I noticed. The other one has it. Okay. So either before we came, or I don't know if the owners did it, or whatever happened, but somebody else has hit that garage on the on the left side on your side. Okay. Okay. Let's get that straight. (laughs) So what about you? Managing stress? Yeah. I feel like I've gotten better. Um, yeah. I think it just comes with time. And it also, de- I don't think anybody really teaches you. I think you kind of see it and you learn. Yeah, that's from- what Yeah, well, that's what we're talking about. I just want to know, like, how, how do you or how were you being that you've gotten better? Like, initially, what did you used to do? Because I know just from us being together, it may be different from how it used to be before I even came into your life. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't... Yeah, sometimes I would be stressed. I would be worried. And especially if it was something that I did to myself, then mm-hmm. I'm automatically beating myself up for the mistakes that I have made or the mistake I made. Yeah. So that increased my stress level. So what I figured out is I need to just relax and realize that I'm a human being and I am going to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. And I'm not always going to be perfect. Okay. So just deal with it as it comes. I mean, you'll find a way to cope. Hopefully it's legal. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it, uh, I guess it's positive. I don't, you know, try not to result to, you know, the drinking or smoking or whatever it may be. That people do when they're stressed out. Eating. Eating isn't that bad, but it'll be bad if you stress out for a month and then you look and try on your clothes and it's like, what is happening? Okay, but um, you still haven't told us what you used to do. You telling you how you changed. <laughs> I did say what I, I mean. I, I would just, like I said, I would beat myself up. Now, if it was stress from something different, I really don't know. I didn't. Something different out of outside of what? Stress. So, stress for me, like if I made the problem, then I'm a lot harder, or it stresses me out more because I'm harder on myself. So you're more nonchalant, like me. Somebody else stresses you. I wouldn't say nonchalant, but it's more. I don't know. 
figure out how to describe this. Okay, so prime example, not to throw shade or anything, but what if like your mom is getting on your nerves and stressing you out? How do you normally deal with that? I ignore her. <laughs> no, I'm saying like when you were in the house, you used to do the same thing? Oh, absolutely. I found a way to get away or kind of not have to deal with it. Not saying that that was the best way to, you know, if, if somebody's making you upset and they're not listening and they, you know, they're stuck in their ways, what else can we accomplish in that conversation or that debate? Especially if you're mad at me. Um, so if you're continuously screaming at me, I'm just going to go in my room and watch TV or play video games. Or I might be sitting there and you might be talking to me. You're not there. You might think I'm paying attention. But I'm not paying attention at all. Yeah. (laughs) Don't do that. Yes. (laughs) I know. (laughs) That's why I'll be talking to you and then I'll just stop. (laughs) Because I'm like, he's not paying attention. So I'll just go about what I'm doing. (laughs) But that's not because I don't care. Well, that's how I'm taking it, because you don't care enough to pay attention to what I'm saying. I've gotten better. (laughs) Well, we will not do. (laughs) Okay, so um, just to go back to what you said, what I noticed when we got together, um, when you're stressed about it, it didn't really depend on, like, I guess what it was. Like, what I noticed was, like, work or... Just anything that might have been stressful for, for you, you would um, internalize kind of like thing, like where you didn't notice that you were shutting everyone out and kind of like trying to. But I could tell that you were trying to figure figure it out on your own. But then at the same time, you were thinking that you were still like looking cool and collective. And I'd be like, what's wrong? Nothing. What do you, what do you mean? <laughs> but yeah. like outside of you answering that, you go right back in that shell. And it's like. Okay, I'm not talking to her. I'm not talking to this person. I'm not engaging. I'm not doing anything because you're so focused on trying to get the solution to the problem that you didn't even notice. And I had to bring that up to you. Like, you can't shut me out when you are, like, stressed. So, like, even if you don't want me to be a part of the solution, I'm like, you still need to let me know that, hey, I'm just working through some stuff. So I'm not, like, kicking you to the curb. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I, no, I, I mean, guess- no, I mean, you said that. And so you would look like, oh, but once I told you, I I don't think nobody has ever told you before. You're right. Well, it, no, people have said that oh. I shut them out or I didn't. I wasn't as open or I was giving half truths to a lot of conversations <laughs> because it's not that I felt like I was going to be judged necessarily. Maybe you just wanted to do it on your Maybe own. Maybe I was always just used to trying to solve problems myself. I said, okay. Yeah, well, yeah. And I didn't feel like I needed help with it. Mm-hmm. When actually when you're talking it out, it's a lot easier and it's a lot more relieving. Yeah. Because now, obviously, if I'm pissed or I'm annoyed, who am I going to tell first? Me. Always you. <laughs> Especially if it's around work. <laughs> um, so it's... Yes, I used to shut people out. Yeah, and the reason and the problem is, is I show all of my emotion, mm-hmm. like through my body language or my facial expressions. It's like if I'm having a bad day at work, everybody knows. Yeah, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? And he's like, yeah, I'm fine. Why? I just want to close my door. I'm like, <laughs> shut up, leave me alone. <laughs> okay, so so I guess now I dealt no. with it a lot better. 
Yeah, you don't. I mean, ever since then, that was like year one. I think, but I don't think that I, I necessarily even learned how to manage it because I feel like my parents aren't the best at managing, managing stress. Mm-hmm. I had to learn it on my own. I had to learn what worked for me. Yeah, through trial and error. Through trial and error. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, shutting people out doesn't work. And then I realized as I was talking to you more and telling you a lot of my problems, I re- it started relieving my stress a lot faster. Sometimes working out worked, but not all the time. Even at working out, I'm thinking about it because I'm such an yeah. analytical individual. So I might be lifting weights and just be like, that was stupid. <laughs> you know, and then you get done and you, you're thinking, oh, I feel better. Yeah, maybe... Body in that wise, moment, right? yeah. Yeah, that moment I feel but good. Your but mind then is once so I get stuck. back in the car and that brain starts is active again, I'm back to the same scenario. Yeah. So for me to deal with stress, I have to talk it out. I have to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and for you, I think. Well, what I got from my dad is, and I think my, my grandmother too. Which, so I, I may have... Um, used it excessively and so i think that's where i may come off as nonchalant is that it could be worse <laughs> so like when you in your brain when you're like oh my god i can't believe you did that and i'm like they ain't even done the stress over because i could have just pulled the whole garage down so you know <laughs> like, i feel like that's rubbed off onto me right because i'm not as i don't harp on a lot of stuff granted the garage thing i obviously I was like, it's replaceable. But I don't know. I just feel like I should have got upset. <laughs> like, I feel like in America, like, you did what? You're well, I teach you about that all the time. Like, there's so many things that I could be like, MFA. Right. I think, is, I think it goes both ways, but yeah. we're so, and we're a lot alike in that space. Yeah. Because we know a lot of things, especially if it's materialistic. Oh, it's replaceable. Well, I don't even think about it as materialistic. It's just like... You know, I go back to that. It, it could be worse. And then also, I'm like the queen of how would I feel if, you know, he told me this. Right. Because most time, you know, when you tell me something and you think that I'm going to freak out, you'd be like, oh, okay, well, is that it? Right. <laughs> it's crazy. It's awesome. But it's... it's yeah, because I could... <laughs> I'm still trying to get used to it. I could tell by your face because you'd be like... I'd be like, so, so blah, 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 blah. You'd be like, okay. really, you asked me about that? I'd be like... Oh, a word okay okay well <laughs> and then you're like I, well i just wanted to let you know I'm like, oh well thank I, you i feel like it's considerate and it's you know you're married you yeah and i say thank do something you that you feel might offend your spouse you need to clarify that yeah well, i mean well not just that situation just like some things and I'm like, well that's that's fine yeah yeah so my thing is just i picked up is it's not that bad it's not that you know it's not that it's not that bad and Things that where I know it's that bad is not I don't harp on the actual situation. I just like, okay, so how can we fix this if this is fixable? Right. I mean, we already know what the problem is. Okay, how do we clean up the milk? Because we're if we just sitting here. Oh, my God, the milk is on the floor. We spilled it. What do we do now? I can't believe I did this. I can't believe I didn't hold the milk right. Why did I spill? Like, oh, you could go on forever when like it happens. And I'm like, OK, boom, that happened. So what do we do now? Yeah. And I think I think initially maybe you were the more like, oh, my God, I can't believe I did this. Like, damn, like, how did I spill the milk? Yeah, like you, I used to oh, I used to amplify stuff. So. 
one of the biggest things that used to stress me out was money. Oh, don't Finan- get too far in that because we're going to touch on that. Yeah, <laughs> that was one. Yeah, but yes, that was uh, that was a big one that provided stress to me. And then I realized that you know what, look, things gonna happen. Money comes, money goes. Don't let it control your life. Right. So okay. So, what's the next one? Spending. <laughs> I'm out of here. Podcast. Oh, right. <laughs> Exit stage left. So I'll go for. I, well, I'll just go. <laughs> you just go. I'm yeah. not going at all. <laughs> F you. I'm out of here. <laughs> for me, the first part of my life um, was very carefree. You know, I didn't really have to worry about anything. Um, at a young age, I probably had more money than I should have had in my pocket. And I walk around at one time with, but, um, you know, I didn't know any better. It was grandma gave me the money. So, and for those of you, I, um, I did not grow up with my mother. I grew up with my grandmother and my, my father. Um, my grandmother basically was my mom. Um, I grew up a very uh, wealthy child. So, but my grandmother was the type of person that we have all this money, but you are going to get these Reebok classics. You would not get these cross colors. <laughs> <laughs> That's smart. I mean, I wish more people would think like that. At that time, oh, I'm you, like, oh, you, you have all this money. <laughs> you are not going to buy me these cross. I told everybody at school. Okay. I was showing up with the showing new Showing up. Right. Showing up. And I have these doggone white Reebok classics. It's already enough I wear a uniform. Okay. <laughs> I would have looked at you and be like, so, where's your tennis racket? Man, <laughs> you know, kids don't care, especially black kids. Oh, no, I'd have Black you. kids don't care. Because, you know, the fir- they're already looking for you. They- they've gotten up, putting on their uniform, waiting for you. I'm a- <laughs> I will put you in the ring. Oh, we would roast your ass. And you wonder why I'm so fast at comebacks. Roast history. Oh, you got it. Roast. <laughs> I've had practice. Okay, uh, show with some Reeboks if you want to. <laughs> so uh, things like that. She never kind of like excessively spent. She was like, "We have it, but this is for like trips. This is for like." She never just in clothes. Like she made sure I stayed. You know, God forbid if she sees somebody else who had on like or what she thought was nicer clothes than mine. We go into that store and we buying everything. <laughs> <laughs> at least your clothes were nice give me everything in her size you look so cute right what about those classics though? man <laughs> man she's like i'm not spending those 50 dollars is our budget for shoes i was like god so coming up with that is like i know I'll, i have it but i don't have to spend it all like is this really worth me spending this much money on it you know what I'm saying? Um, and it's okay to have nice things, but what's, what's the value? What's, what are we going to get out of this? Because you know me, I I got Gucci, I got this and this, but again, it's not excessive. This is true. Um, and then grandma died, and um, unfortunately, my daddy spent all the money. So then it's kind of like going from riches to rags. <laughs> the opposite way. Right. <laughs> Um, and when everything became about 
you know, providing for the child was more so um, my dad just taking care of himself. And then it was really like when I got older, it was like, okay, I want everything for myself. (laughs) I'm going to handle everything. And I'm definitely going to get what I want. Not still not excessive, but let me get what I want before somebody else takes it away from me. You know, kind of. So how did that make you feel knowing that you went from having every and anything you probably ever wanted to now being controlled? Not necessarily controlled, no, but somebody was. taking away. Well, yeah, I guess it, it is controlled. This is mine. This is no longer yours. But I'm going to give you bits and pieces of What I think you should have. Right. Yeah. Not what you need. Not what I believe you not even and that. Not this, and want to, as a parent, you want to still provide your children things that they want, especially if they're great kids. My daddy said, me first, then you. How am I supposed to take care of you when I don't get it? Yeah, that's interesting. That's how that works. Like, me first, then you. Instead of most parents be like, of being I'm going to be hungry and I'm going to let you eat. Right. Yeah. Or we can share. <laughs> even that. Oh, yeah, that too. Um, I mean, definitely angry. Um, because I was at an age where I was um, old enough. I was 16. <laughs> so, yeah. Imagine how that went. Um, Very, a very angry person because now you're kind of like putting me out there for people to question me. And so now, not only am I not going to throw you under the bus because you're my father, but I also have to stick up for myself where you put me in a situation where, I'm being questioned. I'm being teased. Like, oh, you know, I thought you said, you know, your family was rich. You don't look rich. Uh, yeah. You know? And how do I back that up when, you know, my dad's living a high life and I'm over here, like, looking like Orphan Annie. And, oh. it's, and I'm, at, I'm not 13. I'm not 10. I'm 16, 17 years old. So I'm supposed to be, I'm used to going to the hairdresser, getting my hair done, to now I'm doing my own hair. Yeah, that's crazy. And what's cra- even crazier is this is a girl that did everything. Archery. Yeah, yeah. horseback riding. I mean, she, she went from <laughs> horseback riding to horse playing. Basically. Basically. Uh, nobody was paying for those lessons anymore. No, everything went. I mean, so it's, it's crazy when you hear the story like you want to see the come up, but you had to come up from the jump to nothing. Yeah. When at that point in time in your life, you're like, oh, my God, I'm about to be the most popular person in my school because I got everything. Yeah. And now I have nothing. Zero. Yeah. So with me now, I'm like, I still want to have a good time. I still want to do the thing. But then at the same time, like I'm kind of like fearful, like, okay, is this going to cost me where now I'm back to my water being cut off, uh, the lights being cut off. And then, you know, I would, I would be held responsible as a child to like, well, go to the neighbor house and ask them if you can take a shower. As a parent, you're supposed to be, you know, go to the neighbor. I did not pay the water bill. Is it okay if my child comes over here and take a shower? That's crazy. <laughs> so it's like with me, I'm like, do we need this? You know, do we do we have to go on that trip? Can we, you know, not get this, not get that? And so certain things, I'm okay, yeah, that's fine. But then at the same time. Just like how you get on me, like, okay, when when are you going to buy some stuff? And then, like, Matisse has, like, all these things. <laughs> Here's the thing. She could buy herself something. Again. 
Bang. Her these kids got more clothes and shoes than anybody <laughs> on this planet. <laughs> and I'm like, babe, go buy yourself some stuff. Okay. Oh, babe, look, I come children's place bag and shit. <laughs> what do you, you can't fit anything in children's place? I thought you were gonna buy yourself something. No, I thought this would be cute from a tease, and it was three for fifty. <laughs> blah blah blah. <laughs> like this, that bullshit. <laughs> well, yeah. So with the spending, um, yeah, like I do spend, but it's not like I wouldn't say it's excessive. It wouldn't like I'm not the type of person where you're going to be like she got all the shoes, she got all of this and this and this, and and then she I got don't, a lot. Of, she got some nice shoes. She got a lot of shoes. Yeah, but I don't have a lot of shoes. I have I have shoes. I don't have a lot of shoes. Yeah, I don't I don't spend like that. I've never spent like that either. <laughs> okay, I'm lying. I'm okay, lying. right. <laughs> I didn't say anything. I was just gonna <laughs> see how you gonna spin this around. Oh, so you gonna lie? <laughs> so I lived a completely opposite life. Mm-hmm. Um, my parents, my grandparents, worked their butt off to make sure their kids got what they wanted or need and need, needed and wanted. Um, shoot, they made sure my my sister and I had what we needed and wanted. These are grandparents. We're not even talking about parents. So then our parents worked their ass off to make sure we had whatever we wanted. I have always been known as the rich kid, quote unquote, and I've never really been rich. My family has just done well. Um, I think that's called rich. That is not rich. That is comfortable. You better shut your dirty we ass mouth. Class. You better shut your dirty ass mouth and tell the truth on this podcast. We were middle class. Tell the truth. Middle up upper middle class? Is that a category? The highest upper you can go. I'm not high. We weren't high upper class. Okay, so it depends on what no, you see as upper class. Let, let me just give you a, my perception of when I met you. Okay? <laughs> now I'm not talking about you is an adult i'm talking about like when you and your mom and your sister and even your childhood friends that you still have now when y'all talk about being little and stuff like that the way you even say nightdale <laughs> nightdale was country though no that's the first time i've ever ever heard you you say like we were in the suburbs but you was like shoot we were the first um family to oh don't roll your eyes don't do it don't do i don't it. know what she's talking about okay so let's not we were let, the first family with what first of all you was like nightdale because i was like i've never heard of nightdale i know it's raleigh suburb of raleigh not right. that crazy well you did not give it to me like well, that the thing. This you didn't downplay me, no, no no this is what makes me so mad so i have a friend who always tells me bro you was rich you lived in planners walk I was like, how does that make me rich? Oh, I mean, you was, when you were on the school bus and you saw all of us get off the bus and saw where we lived. <laughs> and that? then when we pick you up in the morning and you stand outside at the corner in front of your lavish ass house. I'm like, it wasn't even that lavish. It was a three bedroom, two and a half bath. Okay, and But I don't understand how that is like lavish. If it's compared to other people's house, who who could still probably have a three bedroom, two and a half bath, but then when your house looks so much massive than theirs, 
I don't know. I don't. I don't get it. I didn't understand you, it. And you wouldn't have to understand because you're in the bubble. You had people outside the bubble looking like. But it's not even that. Wow. It was not that crazy. It's got, no different than a neighborhood down the street with some nice houses in it. Do you say that about your dad's house now? <laughs> Here yeah, we go. I'm quiet. sorry, Dad. Is I'm not coming for you right now. <laughs> I'm not this coming. Is Ralph. I'm not coming you for him either. About your dad but house. let me. He has a regular house too. Let me. <laughs> <laughs> let, it's let, regular. No, no, no. Three Anytime, bed, it's three bed, three Listen, <laughs> anytime somebody pulls up, this we're talking about anybody who, like, even now, anybody who comes to your dad's house and who's never been to your dad's house, they be like, damn, I know your daddy had it like that. It's not. What are you talking about? It's regular. To Bill Gates. <laughs> it was It was only three And he does not doors, have three bedrooms. Three bedrooms. <laughs> Everybody in our subdivision now sleep at your daddy's house. And you walk in there. It was decent. This is a regular ass house. It was regular. Yeah, but that's not regular to other people. Okay, my father lives in a really nice house. He always had a really nice house. And you told me that y'all have always had really nice places. Like, even when your mama and your daddy divorced, guess what? Y'all still had 15 foot ceilings. No, we didn't. We <laughs> yes, had you regular did. ceilings. Lies. Who had a 15 foot ceiling? Then how your mama get that high behind uh, Christmas tree? Let's oh, go there. I, I wasn't there. I was in college. I don't care. She still had the house. <laughs> Oh my God! I thought we were talking about spending. Rich to riches. No. Yes. We live because you got regular. you you graduated college. Okay. And then you you worked your behind off, and then you spent all your money <laughs> on what? Clothes and shoes. <laughs> I don't. I did not spend that much money. When you study, you lie. I'm lying. <laughs> yes, again. you are lying. I had a terrible spending. Yes. It was horrible. Because you had excess amount of money for a young person. I just was like, God, what is going on? <laughs> money management was not a part of my childhood at all. At and you know why? Why? Because I basically got whatever I wanted. You get good grades, you get whatever you want. I mean, I never, <laughs> this sounds even worse. I had, <laughs> I never worked in high school. <laughs> I didn't work until no, I got to college. No, tell, Granted, tell them, tell them, tell them because they would enjoy this. Tell them that you did get a job. <laughs> tell them where you got a job and what you did. Okay, so my mother's friend at the time was a manager, a store manager for Kmart. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Yeah, man, you know, you're a high school, you're a senior, you need to go ahead and get your money up, have some money going into college." I said, "Cool, I'll come apply for a job." Got the job. Mm-hmm. Started in two weeks. But then me and my high school sweetheart got really serious. Mm-hmm. And I never went to my <laughs> first day at Kmart. I don't need this money. I got money. God dang it. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to live this regular lifestyle. How? Just... How are you trying to live this regular? How are you? Because even when I try to make you live a regular lifestyle, you will have a tantrum, Jesus. You're like, why do I have? I work too hard for this. <laughs> I do. I work too hard to be staying in no red roof. <laughs> <laughs> hey look now let's be clear she not staying in red roof either you know i do it you no, know i do it no we will never be in a red roof <laughs> i don't care if it's a plus or a sweet uh platinum i don't give a shit we're not standing in red roof oh, and now you could call me bougie whatever you want yes they will call you i that. would like to wake up without bed bugs without <laughs> roaches but you know what that is that's called experience <laughs> no i'm good i don't need those experiences <laughs> but yes I never, back to the Kmart story, I never show back up. Yeah. Well, you never showed up the first day. To start the job. <laughs> yeah. 
And if I needed money, I would just ask. So going into college mm-hmm. with no, no no job, job experience. All the money. <laughs> getting a stipend basically from my father every month of my freshman year. Mm-hmm. Um, I got it for two months. And at that time, we had to... I lived, I was supposed to stand uh the Scots at North Carolina A&T. Mm-hmm. That's when Aggie Sweets first opened. They still had sweets available. I looked at my pops and I was like, Dad, can I live there? <laughs> he was like, they got anything available? I was like, yeah, they got two bedrooms. He said, oh, yeah, go ahead, sign up. And explain explain to people who do not go. <laughs> the difference, okay. <laughs> yeah, the difference this between is a, regular. This is an HBCU. Well, a, explain to them the, black the room that you were supposed to be in to the Aggie Sweets. So. I was supposed to go to Rikers Island, cell block D. <laughs> exactly. And I was at, I don't know. Uh, the condos. <laughs> right. I was in the uh, Biscayne. <laughs> Midtown Atlantic condominiums. Right. I, I mean, you do the comparison. And I most mean, freshmen don't get to. We had our your freshman in college. It was nuts. Yes. Again, it looks like I'm living this. Yeah. <laughs> crazy lifestyle. Well, not um, crazy, but, but in comparison to other college yeah. students, yes, it was, it was very nice. Yeah. Um, but so yeah, but you're spending. Yeah. Were you saying that? Uh, because you've always got what you want, but what did you pick up from your parents? Yeah, bad spending habits. But Who what, has the bad spending habit? I'm not gonna tell that on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> won't, won't wild you out like that on this podcast. Uh. Well, he picked up a bad spending habit so from just, a parent. Here's the thing. Yes, I picked up a really bad one. Again. <laughs> so, again, it's just bad spending habits. There, I wish I would have been more like my sister. She was really good with money. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really bad. I guess <laughs> it evens out to my parents. Yeah, because one picked up one from. Right. Yeah. So, when I tell you my sister was a thug with it, I wish I had half of what she did. Just the the stuff. The knowing that this is how I save, this is how I mm-hmm. budget, et cetera. So yeah, so here we we're now we're out of college and we're transitioning into having a full time job. So at the time I lived in Raleigh, I worked at the help desk. I'm making sixteen an hour. You couldn't tell me nothing. Nothing. And I'm living in my grandfather's house, helping taking care of him. So I'm no not rent. paying rent. Mm-hmm. Um, and I still got my car. So in the midst of all this, I totaled my truck, and I need a new car. But here we are, and I suck at spending. Mm-hmm. And I'm no, no, you, you're you perfect at spending. You yeah, suck at I mean, saving. I suck at saving, excuse <laughs> yeah. me. So, yes. Thank you for correcting me, asshole. So, you're welcome. <laughs> so now I need a car. But again, I suck at saving my money. So what my grandfather does is he helps yeah. me. Yeah. I mean, granted, I had some of it too, but he helped me get yeah. my car. And I don't get a right. Re- here we are again can pay for a car because i have some money and he had given me some to help me instead of me just paying the car outright car out again you know Getting i got a, a camry right. a impala i could have got something basic yeah could have kept it nice kept it clean but tuli is not basic here we go stunt trying to stun on him i yeah. buy m45 infinity m40 to sedan i don't know even if they, i don't think they make it anymore but when they did i was out there flexing on them <laughs> you couldn't tell me shit I pull back up on the yard like, what's up? All the again, here we go. I could have saved a ton of money. Yeah. On top of paying off a car that could have been very basic. Cool. I'm living with my grandfather, you know, help and take care of him as he goes through, you know, just the trials and tribulations of terminal cancer. So he passes away. Now I'm like, all right, cool. Not cool. I'm like, all right, now it's time for me to 
finally do what he always wanted me to do, and that's really elevate my career. So I started shop, I looking for jobs mm-hmm. outside of Raleigh, and I got one in Atlanta. And I was like, oh, boy. Here we go. This where the buns at. <laughs> Hot Atlanta. I'm about to show up. So I get there. You riding around, and you're seeing a bunch of people with bomb-ass cars. Mm-hmm. They got crazy cribs. So you want to live that lifestyle, <laughs> but you don't make that money. But you figure out how to look like you live that life. So you sell drugs. Nah, but you know, you be at the club, you be buying bottles, you be doing all this dumb shit. Wow. <laughs> all the bills come up and you like, Mm-mm. well, <laughs> here we are again, not knowing how to save or budget. It was just a repeat. I mean, constant. Was it so much that you did not know, or you just did not want to? It was. I don't think I can. Or maybe a, it a was mixture of I both. Was like, boom! I'm gonna spend all this because I know I get paid this day. Yeah. But then I was like, oh shit! But I forgot about this bill. And who do I have to call to bail me out again? But Daddy. at this point in time, it's embarrassing. Yeah. Um, because I'm having to call my father in my mid twenties to ask him for money that I should have. If I had to stay my ass in the house or if I just kept it basic. Yeah. Boom. It just, again, it was a constant. Always wanted to live in the nicest shit, uh, have the nicest stuff. Because, you know, you work hard and you're like, damn, I feel like this is the things that I should have yeah. or I need. But it's really the things you want. Yes. Um, I wish I'd have known this <laughs> earlier. I'd have been a million. I'd have been a millionaire you, by 30. You probably got that lesson from your dad, but... um. That probably one of the lessons where you did not listen. You were just like, can you just bail me out and give me the money? Right. Um, unfortunately, like, again, had I had learned early age, mm-hmm. I would have been so good. Yeah. I would have owned a ton of stuff. You would. Because I was making really good money towards, uh, you know, between mid-20s to yeah. from then on. And. I just still was struggling. I still wanted the nice stuff, you know. So it was a constant, a constant, a constant. And then Kendall came, and I was like, ah. But. I can spend this. <laughs> I can spend this. This can cover her. This can cover all the bills. And then I can spend all of this. But then I have all of this money here this, still. Yeah. So Don't def- save it. And you live in New York. Don't save it. No. And I live in New York. Living in New York, I'm like, oh, we about to go shopping. <laughs> when I tell you, me and my sister went shopping. Oh no, I know you don't all the time. Yeah, it'd be me, her, and Kendall in these streets, and I work from home, <laughs> so I work half of the day in the house, and then y'all I'll be ready? Out. Y'all ready to go? I take the BlackBerry with me, and I'm like, boop, 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 boop. let's go. Right. So, so in the end, you you really didn't. Well, you you haven't really learned your lesson really up until now. I would say until, like, for real, for real, now you have two kids and your bills are ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Child care, stealing. It's a damn, it's, a, <laughs> it's ridiculous. I get it, though, but it's still expensive as shit. So, for me, basically, I was just like, you know what? Let's just join these accounts together and I'm going to just start sending all of my money except the child support for Kendall to our joint account, which was one of the hardest things to do for me because okay, yeah, because I was because I've been so used to controlling my money. Well, I think even in my first marriage, my perspective on that was not so much that I would be controlling the money, but then I would be seeing what you were spending, so so you couldn't just right. So 
I got and, and I got really good at it because I started asking like, "What's my budget for the weekend?" Yeah, and I would just take the money out, and that would be it for the weekend. Um, that was a huge adjustment for me, but yeah. I had never anybody never really challenged me until you. It was like, "Hey, stupid! I see you're spending all of this." Like just on right. crazy stuff, dumb stuff, like, like you d- large oh, amounts, and calling me like, "Hey, I saw that." I saw that, and you're like, "Shit, you have it." It, ops, it absolutely makes you makes you pay attention, um, and I'm very grateful for that because <laughs> I was. It used to be. I think you, if I, if we've never joined accounts, I think you'd still be doing it. I agree. Yeah, because no, you would have never been able to challenge. See, yeah. Me. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but it was time for change. It was a lot of change in all of this. It was change that needed to happen. Yes. Um, definitely. And now we have more money. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just hit on one one more big hitter, which is really big. Communication. Oh. oh. <laughs> I told you it's gonna be a big one. Yes. <laughs> what did my parents teach me? That they sucked at communicating. Yes. And so um, what's made you Suck it. No, my communication was way different from theirs. It still sucked, though. Uh, thanks. <laughs> yes, <it did. laughs> okay, because I'm like, what? <laughs> yes, it was still terrible. Yes. Absolutely horrible. Um, yes, I agree. A lot of the times I wouldn't communicate certain things because I didn't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Yes. Also stupid. Still kind of do it. You lose a lot of respect. <laughs> um, fuck you. You lose a lot of respect um, from that individual because all they're looking for is transparency. Yes, my parents, when they communicated, especially if it was out of anger, mm-hmm. they would argue all the time. And, and which made you? Not want to argue all the time. Yeah, so you would run from confrontation. So I would run from if you, it. Even if you thought it was going to be a confrontation, you would just not do right. it. Right, so if I know that's going to be bad, I'm not going to communicate it. Yeah. And that's not transparent. No. Which will build up, and eventually you will blow up. You used to do that all the time. I would just sit on stuff, sit on stuff, sit on stuff, and then I'll just blow up on somebody rather than communicating how I've been feeling throughout that time Mm -hmm. just because I didn't know how to or I was fearful of it due to what I saw my parents go through. Right. Even my grandparents, my mother's parents argue all the time, Mm -hmm. but they were genuinely in love with each other. Like it was crazy. It was like night and day. Like they were arguing. It'd be over dumb shit. Well, that's usually how marriages work. Didn't I tell you to bring me the, you gave me the stupid ass uh, milk, blah, 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 (laughs) I told you to bring me, it'd be dumb as shit. And then an hour later, it like, it never happened. Mm -hmm. Not in my household. In my grandparents' house, yes. In my household, if they were mad, they might be in different bedrooms. Do you think? For a long time. (laughs) Like, until we did the divorce, we're in separate bedrooms. (laughs) But do you think? That your mom seeing her parents argue, but seeing how they came back together, kind of maybe thought that that's how it would go. Because if you're living in a house and you see your parents argue, but then you see them come back and be still loving to each other, then one, you, it, it makes you not afraid to argue because you're like, boom, I already know what the outcome is going to be. We're going to be all snuggled up together. And then it's like, Oh, wait a minute. This doesn't work out like that. I think that. it's a transition and I think it's understanding your partner. My grandparents, I'm sure they got to a point where it was just like, all right, uh, I know who you are. I know what to expect out of you. So I can deal with this type of behavior or the way that you're, we're communicating. It works for us. Right. It didn't work for my parents. Well. From my perspective. On, on that point, 
just let me just go ahead and say that's why we have the podcast because if people were communicating to their children more like yeah you see how me and mommy and daddy argue but then like 10 minutes later we like babe but sugar foot bring me that milk baby (laughs) bring me that milk with your sexy stuff just that's our relationship not every relationship will be like that but the conversations aren't being had like that it's just like i see them and so for anybody if you see this every day and this is in your house you're going to implement that in your relationship even with your friends because not to cut you off but like for communication you know we you've heard me say plenty times on this podcast my daddy is terrible okay the way that he talks to his friends i don't know why they come back like, I don't know why they return, but they do. And guess who does that same thing? Both of my brothers. Like, my brothers, they would be sitting down there playing the PlayStation with their friends. Motherfucker, this and this. And I'd be like, well, are they about to fight? And no, guess ain't. what happens the next day? They come right back. Y'all ain't my, we ain't friends. Like, the way, if I was at somebody's house and they talked to me oh, like that. You. It would have went down. It would have went down and you wouldn't see me no more. Right. <laughs> okay? Ever. Ever. Like, even if I saw you in the street, I'm going to cross the street, spit in your face, and then cross back, okay? <laughs> but I'm just saying, I think that's kind of like where the, the the ball may have got it started, where in her household, she saw it, because you saw it too, and then she may have, you know what I'm saying, unconsciously, because you picked those things up, brought that into her household, and then you, you was like, okay, this is too much for me. I'm just not going to do it at all. Yeah, I don't know, like, <laughs> When I tell you, like, my parents were, like, best friends, and I never understood why it just couldn't work for them. And it's because they suck at communicating with each other. I mean, to be honest, I don't think that what one thought, obviously, was what the other thought. thought, Yeah. So there was no clarification. So when it finally did blow up, it was too late. I think a lot of the blow-ups just happened. And maybe they did. They were good at communication. But what I saw... Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem like it. Right. Um, so then you was like, I'm not going to do this because this is going to end up like this. Right. So, so I was like, they argue too much. I don't want to argue. Right. So if I feel like I'm going to have a confrontation. I'm just not going to say nothing. I'm going to just be quiet. <laughs> because I don't want that life. I didn't want that in my relationship. Right. But again, I didn't know how to handle the communicating. Like if I was feeling some type of way, how do I tell somebody that? Was it a fear of just being judged or, you know, questioning me? Honestly, it was just I didn't know. Right. I didn't know how to tell somebody how I felt, um, you know, what's going on in my head, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, so it ruined a lot of my, almost all of my relationships from a dating perspective. Now, what about few, friendships? A few of them. Uh, friendships were great. So you so you're able you have a friend you're able to say you get on my nerves or right I, I don't think, like that you did it right but even like the women that I dated they were some a lot of some of them were close friends like we were good friends friends at first but, and then, right and yeah. then we started dating it changed for me because I didn't want to hurt their feelings <laughs> why are you looking at me like that <laughs> because that I know that because I don't I wouldn't say that we were like the bestest bud, closest friends or whatever, but we did build like a connection, even though, you know, we started off having sex, but it was kind of like, because we weren't in the same state. We had all these many days. Well, it's basically a month. We had months where 
you know, of course, we wasn't having sex and we communicated every day. Yeah. So there was a connection there and we wasn't communicating every day like, yeah, what that penis do? Like, no, it was like on some friendship stuff, you know? Right. And then right when you, because I was denying you when you was like, no, we're going to date. And then it just like changed. And I'm like, who is this crazy person? Right. So again. <laughs> <laughs> A work in progress, people. Hey, look, it's, this shit ain't well, easy. No, well, we already got past the progress because we're right, here. <laughs> right. But I'm just, that, that shows you that I had lived like that for a very long time with 30, wow. 30 years, 30 plus years of being that type of person. Being all fun and, and carefree. And then then you be the one, let's, let's go ahead and do this and then shut down. Shut the hell down. Wow. But I what would make you shut down? Rela- because, like, not necessarily shut down, but comfortable, content. Like, okay, we're in a relationship. So now I can just chill. I can just do this. I can do that. It was no, I need to continue the same thing, right? I, I need to continue that. to build. Um, wow. Was a, no, like for, I see that. Yeah, yeah. I, I understand now. Yeah, so it was, uh, I don't know. It was just weird. I, that's just kind of how I roll with it. And when I tell you, I mean, I was super romantic. I did, I've done a ton of stuff. And I think the times that I was really romantic in relationships and it trying to four. make it work were all the wrong times. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. All the times I wanted to communicate, it was with the wrong person. Or the way that I should have been with it was what with the wrong the, individual, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. The person that should have got this should have been her. Yeah. Not your dumb ass. Yeah. Um, I got you. So it was I picked and choose. Like when I realized, all right, I'm doing this, I'm gonna try to fix it with this person. But if you were the wrong person, Damn. and then I would revert back to doing the oh, same shit. Oh, lordy. Okay. Because I would think it didn't work. Yeah. Um, and then I get to a point again. I'm going to try it again. And it's wrong didn't person. Work. Yeah. And I'm going to revert back. Then I started dating Ralph. And I pull that whip out. I'm going to try it again. And then it was no reversal. No, we're not doing that. Um, <laughs> she challenged me on everything. And I was like, why do you keep trying to make me different? I don't fucking like it. I don't want to be better. Right. I'm already perfect. <laughs> Leave me how damn I it. am. <laughs> Leave I li- me. I lived in the suburbs, goddammit. <laughs> Nightdale. <laughs> so it was, a, I mean, she forced me to grow up. Not grow up, but change the way that I communicated. And now here we are. And yeah. I'm really good at it now. I am so proud of who I am as an individual. I want to say you're really and good, but when Shut I... up. You disagree with me. <laughs> no. This is the point where you agree with your husband. No. <laughs> no. What is, what is it say in the Bible? It doesn't say nothing about agreeing or doing what I say? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but when I tell you, I, I would say starting off, you was a negative. <laughs> And now I would say you like at eighty percent, so that's a that's a big jump from negative. You ain't start off at zero. You start off in a negative. Hey, people! I've gotten very transparent. Oh. Well, it was not even so much a transparent, but the only thing I say like now that you struggle with is still kind of you're on the edge of of I don't know I don't want to say fearful, but of saying things that you need to say. Right, and I think it's just again, it's just the. The repetition and making mm-hmm. sure that I'm doing it, I'm being consistent. Yeah. Keyword is consistency here. You might know what you need to do and you might do it once or twice. The question is, is can you do it three or four or five more times? You just continue to do it. Right. Yeah. And continue to create that. Just create a habit so you can make sure that you're voicing your 
opinion or how you feel at all like, times. Now I would even because I know you're working on it. I will even take you just saying it and worry about how you say it later right. because your thing now is you just need to get it out because you're not getting it out. Right. I just need to take Ralph's the way she does it and be an asshole or be harsh about no, it. No, because you know I'm that not way. because if that's the case, we might not be here. But I'm communicating though. <laughs> no. <laughs> nah, uh, yes. Uh, it's still, I'm still a work in progress. But yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we all that's, are. But that's that, improvement. That that part is, is has really um, improved since I've met you. So what about you? Communication. Well, you know, as we know, I. Uh, you communicate well. Or you can you communicate when you have problems. I don't know this well. Yeah. No, 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 no. I can I can relay what I need to say in a nice way. My communication part is when I'm annoyed or frustrated or feeling a type of way, like facials in my tone will show that I'm aggravated. Um, that I'm trying to work on. But for me, it's hard because if I'm aggravated with you or if I'm irritated or frustrated with you, you need to know that I'm frustrated with you. I don't need to be sitting up here, you know, agitated. And then I'm like, oh, my God, would you like some ice cream? No, because then you would you wouldn't know. Poker face is trash. Mine? Yes. Oh, when when <laughs> when it needs to be, no, it's not trash. But when I'm instantly like in the moment, yeah, yeah totally trash. It's trash. But when I am upset, um, I know, especially depending on the situation, if I need to take a moment and then wait, and then I'll just like, okay, I'll um come back, and then I'll say what I need to say in a nice tone, in a nice manner, so we can communicate and talk about it with anybody. I definitely say what's on my mind. Sometimes I say things that I'm not supposed to say what's on my mind. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because I'll be places and then people say, you weren't supposed to say that. Right. Like, But everyone was thinking it, so I'm just trying to figure out why I'm the one. But did we ask you to answer for us? No one. I, <laughs> I didn't answer anything. I was speaking, and I wasn't speaking for you. I'm speaking for Ralph, but I'm not yeah. going to let you condemn me when you were thinking the same thing. <laughs> it's just that my, my mouth sometimes goes faster than my brain does. Where my brain could, she said. could be like, no, 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 stop. Don't say that. And my mouth said, no, we won't say it. <laughs> Just like a situation where my coworker and the teeth thing where he got veneers and I thought it was a good thing. I wasn't I no one sent me the memo saying don't tell somebody who got veneers, you know, nice veneers. You just pretend like you don't see them. No one told me that. How the hell am I supposed to look at you and not say that? I mean, like, look, Clint, bruh, that your was, teeth look I mean, they look good, but you look real weird right now. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, I didn't say that, but. You know, I, I knew he was getting married. He was, you know, everybody's trying to do, go and get their teeth white. And they're going to do something for that day. And so he got veneers. He'd been working. When I tell you this man was working his behind off. And when he came in, no one said, knowing I have this issue. No they, one, they no was, one kind of like, you know what I'm saying? Pulled me to the side and said, hey, hey. Okay. Was his feelings hurt? I don't think so. But uh, again, sometimes yeah. I'm hard at reading that. Also very true. <laughs> so with your nonchalant <laughs> so you know no one said hey ralph um you know so-and-so got veneers shut your dirty ass mouth because i would just been like okay you know but when we went to lunch i was like oh shoot i see you with the new teeth 
And so he was like, yeah, you know, I got it down for the wedding. And I was like, oh, well, they look nice. And so it just got quiet in the room. But that's not a bad. I don't think that's bad. And see, I didn't think so either. But then when he left out the room, they was like, yo, fucking ass. And I was like, what did I do? <laughs> and I'm getting attacked. And they was like, why did you say that? And I'm like, why not? He got clearly he got new teeth. That's just this like is if you clear. Show a, that's like if you show with braces. Oh, my God, you got braces. You got braces. Or if you got a new hair, like. And like how Dr. Hill said, it's the way that I said it. Like, you know. It, I don't think that was bad. I don't think so either. What, normally we don't agree here, but we are <laughs> I yeah. agree that what she yeah. said wasn't bad. Yeah. So, it's just sensitive. Your coworker is sensitive. Well, that's another thing. I don't read people's sensitivity well. Um, even though I'm a sensitive person, if it's not blatantly like, you know, I know you're sensitive, then I will miss it. So here's the thing. This, you're telling me that you can have somebody you know can get new teeth and you can't say anything to them. When they go to their wedding, people are going to be like... But my thing is, I will, feel bad. I will feel bad if I was a person who like lost a whole bunch of weight and then no one like said anything. Well, that's again, I don't think that that's bad. No, I'm saying I would feel bad if no one said anything right, you look to good. me. Yeah, right. like why wouldn't nobody tell me? Right. And so this is something that you worked hard for and that you, clearly is new. I'm like, hey, I'm going to, yeah. And that shit ain't cheap. Because the only time, I, I mean, I'm a very blunt person. And the only time, like we talked about today, if I'm not going to lie to you. So like if you have an ugly baby, I'm not going to step here and like, oh, your baby's cute. I'm going to be like, forgive her, Lord. you got a cute outfit on forgive that baby. That baby you. is going to be. We're trying to have another child. Forgive her, Lord. No, don't say that. I pray over. I pray over. What did you just say? I told my baby they should have prayed over their stomach. <laughs> really? What? And here you are, people. Y'all got a great <laughs> taste of who I married. <laughs> she doesn't think it's bad, and she's acting not. But see, the thing is, it. I am not going to lie to you. So I always tell people, don't ask me questions you don't want me to give you the answer to. But I think that's why people love you, though. Because they know I'm, re- and and I don't come malicely i don't come intentionally to hurt your feelings yeah, it's, no, it's not ill intent at all at, at all and and it's kind of like innocent but if you do ask me a question i am gonna tell you now don't if you don't want the real answer don't ask me shit I, and here's the thing as her <laughs> husband at times i'll be embarrassed as fuck i'll be like he does oh my god and then he throws me because, under the bus because i'm pc so it's like i'm i try to be pc more often than I'm not. 95% of the time. <laughs> and I be, and that just drives, just like how it drives oh, you I crazy. Keep it real. I be keeping it 100. No, just like how it drives you crazy that I'm so blind. It drives me crazy. And I was like, if you don't take that damn sugar coat off of there. I keep it 100 in a PC way. <laughs> okay. Like I said, there's nice ways of saying things to people. And you don't have that, a way to do that. Yes, when? I do. You a liar. <laughs> Yes, I do. Like I said, again, if I'm frustrated with you, then I'm not going to take my time and be like, okay, I need to revisit this. No, you're going to get this because you already frustrated my nerves. Right. But outside of that, yes, that's my communication. When it comes to like arguing with you, we've never. um, We don't argue. We don't. We don't. Well, we don't argue. And then also we don't do the name calling. We don't. We have disagreements, right? So yeah, but again, I'm saying we don't. You can hear the attitude in both of our voices, and then we'll settle that in it and be a go. We'll go. Yeah, on but I was, like again, saying we don't. We don't call names. We don't make yeah. low blows. We don't do no any disrespect. of that. Prior to that, like I said before, my communication was just you gonna get. It, it just was 
what it was. Whether I was frustrated or not is like, I I don't know where I heard this from, but this is another thing I took and I ran with it. <laughs> <laughs> that people will respect you more for telling them the, telling them the truth than to like sugar or lying to them. Right, and that's why I stated earlier. And then get more respect. That resonated with me because. If you tell me, hey, I don't want to be with you anymore and I actually want to be with Sheila because she's hotter. Yeah, my feelings are going to be hurt, but I'm like, I can understand that. And thank you. Thank you for not cheating on me. And I can actually be friends with you and respect you rather than you knowing good and well you want to be with Sheila and then you cheating on me. Because now you and Sheila got to die. Yeah, I sucked at that. Oh, yeah, I know. Because <laughs> I didn't know how to communicate. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so Use everybody's boyfriend. I apologize to everybody that I may have hurt. You know, what we should do one year. We at, at homecoming. We should have uh, people pay like a dollar to throw stones at you. <laughs> no, we should not. No. Okay. Unless you're sitting up there with me. Why would they throw? I didn't date them. Because <laughs> <laughs> we in this together. Damn it. Yeah, I'm going to collect the money. <laughs> <laughs> so we can save with your non-saving Right. <laughs> with your no-budget-having ass. <laughs> um, so, yeah, communication for me wasn't, I guess, that um, bad. It's just for me, stuff that I did not like that my parents did, um, I just went ahead and did the opposite. <laughs> Ditto. No. Yeah, I didn't like the way my parents argued, so I didn't. <laughs> Which turned out worse, right? <laughs> Jesus, I'm just saying the things you don't like that your parents do, you do your best to avoid them. A lot of the times, you might find yourself in the same situation, Lord have mercy. thinking that your solution to the problem <laughs> is a solution when yeah. that shit is even a worse problem. Yeah, that that was okay. So, do you have anything else? No, nah, all the things that you hear is that we struggled at or areas that we may have taken from our parents. I believe now we're at a point where we have really figured it out. Yeah, and right now it's just kind of like transforming into what we need to be for each other. And for our children. Yes. Especially Um, for our children. Definitely, yes. And then, you know, communicating that to them. Yeah. Because that is very important. And communicated in a constructive way. Yeah, because like even now when I pop Matisse, I tell him why I'm doing this, right. so you understand. Right. So I'm not just popping. He just like why? Am, why am I getting hit? <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, so communication is definitely the key. Want to be better for them. Want to be better for each other. Because if you have issues with me and I don't know then knowing how you are, you will shut me out. And then I just have to figure out that something's wrong. And then it, the issue doesn't get fixed. All right. Well, yeah. Make sure you uh do good at budgeting, saving. Yeah. That how they say on all these, you can go to Google and pull up anything about marriage. And number one is finances. So we are building a stronger foundation with that. Which is funny because the first, my first marriage, Hundred percent in finances, terrible everywhere else, every other category. So y'all were good in finances. Is just was she handling the finances? 
Uh, no, I just like I said, I always made sure the bills were covered, and then I would just then spend, spend the rest all the rest of my money. <laughs> oh, okay. So you can't say I ain't pay no bills. <laughs> <laughs> covered well, my ass. The, the necessities were taken care of, and right. then okay, okay. <laughs> Shame. Okay, well, again, we are a work in progress, and each week we will continue to pull that veil back on what marriage is really supposed to be about. All right, pulling that veil back like some people's hairlines. Or lace fronts. <laughs> so, until next time. Peace. See you tomorrow.